storytellers, the radio show and podcast that features those who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. I'm your host, Grace Salmon. I look forward to our time together today. Now, let's meet our storyteller. Episode 91 of The Storytellers. Today, my guest is Annie McDonald. If you've ever been on Facebook and you love books, you know Annie. She started out doing book reviews when she won a comic magazine. That quickly grew into the Right Review Facebook group, the World of the Right Review Book Club, and so much more. Annie does interviews. She does special events. Today, we get to celebrate Annie in a special way because she is now officially an author. Annie, welcome to the Storyteller's Microphone. Thank you so much, Grace. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, Annie, the honor is truly all mine. And in full disclosure, I think two and a half years ago, you were the first person who interviewed me as part of your wonderful Facebook group when I launched my book, The Eves. And it is such a delight to help you launch Annie's song, Dandelions, Dreams, and Dogs. Tell us about your book. Okay, well, I'll show you the cover. So that's the book, which I'm really excited about, of course. Um, the book is, it's very funny. It's a exper experimental, cross-genre, magical realism memoir. And I have always stood on the soapbox of how important cross-genre is. So this is like perfect for me. But it's a bunch of essays and poems, even some from years ago, you know, that uh, they considered, they're not that good. And I said, yeah, but they're my story, right? And they led me to be a better writer, I believe. But, and we all start somewhere. And uh, it talks about different traumas, my illnesses, but always, uh, and dogs, and always how to be, try to be, find the happiness in the day somewhere along the way. And you do such an amazing job of that. In full disclosure, we should talk about some of the themes of your book. You had a, a friend who was tragically murdered. You've had miscarriages. You have battled multiple diseases and you are always the person who finds joy. It, are, the th are those traumas things that led you to writing? Or where, talk to me about that journey. Okay, well, well, in third grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Book. And I, I know it's a funny name, but, and I have a report card to prove that was his name because I was so happy to find it. I said, I have proof, but um, he, he, I had a reading comprehension problem. So he'd work with me after school. And then he said, I want you to write book reviews for the school paper. Okay. So, but I would literally say, this book is good, read it. But at full disclosure, that's a perfect review for now for everybody to write if you are too busy. I love this book. Read it. You know, uh, you don't have to write too much. And I would write poetry all the time. But then um, I knew I wanted to write a book and I kept wanting to write stories, but it would always be about the car accident where I broke my neck or my best friend's murder. But I didn't want to write about her murder in such a way that I talked about that as much as listening to children when they're telling the, the teacher that our neighbor's stalking us and, and don't ignore them. Uh, I wanted to give a lesson to adults to listen to their children's intuition because he was our neighbor. 
Um, and, you know, I, I call it Jennifer's voice, like my hypervigilance to do things, to do this and also to, if I hear a kid screaming, I'm calling the cops. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just very worried. You've become an advocate. You've been, those I've become an advocate, yes, big sure. time. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, they know me at those, the congressman's office and everything. But, and, and then the car accident, the rapes, the waking up at 23 to find out they couldn't even freeze eggs for me. Like, all of these things did lead me to a class with Diane Zinna a grief writing class on Sunday. It's free. And it became like my community. But I started pouring out my soul by writing. And I had been in, in uh, therapy all these years, right? right? And then I start this class and all of a sudden things start going away. Like the, I don't have such bad survivor's guilt. That makes me feel so heavy. So the writing improved my soul and i think it's because the pen to paper you know yeah it's definitely the writing oh and i think that's true for so many of us and you've had so many ways that you've dealt with it in your own writing you've actually helped many authors with their writing would you talk a little bit about that helped many authors with their writing well okay well stina holmes when she first was having like chocolate romance stories and sweet bakery stories. She had like the first group, like on a blog and she would talk to us, what should I name this character? What should I name this store? What should I name this book? And she'd send out uh, Christmas ornaments. Like she was just, her and her mother were fabulous. And you could tell she was very, she was a huge marketer right off the, off the bat. And then now it's like, you know, she's off and running, winning awards on, with thrillers. And she was writing like, her, but the romance stories were wonderful. They were great reads, but you know, she went to women's fiction and, and now she's doing thrillers and she's doing everything. I think it's amazing. Um, so I try to help out that way, but I love to help out with events. Like if your book is just coming out, You'd be surprised how many people call me and say, okay, so I told such and such, I'd help them with their event. So what do I need to do? And who do they know? <laughs> so I can get books from them, you know? So I do, I like to say, I do a lot of helping um, authors get the word out about their book, introduce authors to other authors that I talk with my hands a lot. I didn't realize that. Um, introducing authors that have things in common with one another and then all of a sudden they're going off on tours together you know so i you're love so, doing that you're so good at making those connections for so many over so many years how does it feel to finally have launched annie's song dandelions dreams and dogs first of all i can't believe it's out i cannot believe it's out and people are reading it and I'm already getting letters from people I don't know about, you told it like it is, you know, like uh, uh, my love letter to my children. Nobody talks about uh, miscarriages. So I did. I just said, this is how I feel. And I'm going to tell people how I feel. 
So I got all these letters about that one, specific ones. Um, and it's very uh, erasing my womanhood that's waking up from my hysterectomy. But um, helping people, real like women realize they're still moms, even when they lost a child. I, I don't know. I just, um, I'm just so excited that parts of me that a lot of people didn't know, my my friends did. Um, it feels like my shoulders aren't so heavy, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, I was gifted by you an opportunity to read uh, the book early. And I have to tell you, I, I've known you for a long time. I had no idea what a beautiful, beautiful writer you are and and the soul that you you write with your stories to your miscarried children. Uh, they were as real to me as if you were still holding them in your arms. It was so Thank you. written. Thank you. My my teacher, when I did that, that paper, she she said what I, I live in two worlds. I have one foot in heaven. I have one foot here. And, and I think that's true because of losing Jennifer. Um, my parents didn't talk about it. You know, we just, it's, you don't talk about it. it. You know, it's like it didn't happen, I guess. It makes it easier, or they think. So I had to convince myself that heaven was right there. So Jennifer was just right there. If I moved, she was right there. You know, um, so I think that reality started for me to get me through that trauma, you know, to get me through it, not over it, but through it. And, and yeah, I, so I think that's what it is. Talk a little bit about the title for the book, Annie's song, Dandelions, Dreams and Dogs. Well, okay. First of all, I love the song, Annie's song. I feel like it's almost very poetic for, for my life um, with all these, I mean, I have so many, death scares it's not even funny uh, going into hospice almost and breaking my neck in a car accident but um i felt like i like to read like everything has a heartbeat and i i hope that the readers feel that when they're reading my work that there's you can feel my 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 feelings through it but then your own if you know someone with that experience or you've had it it then becomes your story. So um, dan dandelions, dreams, and dogs is because since I was a child, I blew on dandelions for wishes. You know, I always believed in the power of wishing and prayers and them kind of being one and the same. Um, dreams, because I have a lot of dream sequences in here. And dogs, I mean, hello. Uh, everybody knows I, I my Simon that I lost. Uh, he he loved running on the beach near my in-laws house so he's in the, he's in the ocean in heaven waiting for me there's a really cool story in there about written in the stones and it's about my heaven and it's really cool and i honestly believe that and i think that's the only way you can face death is if you believe it's going to be just as cool in heaven right you have to believe that and my dogs here take me there <laughs> Well, I love that, you know, you talked about having a foot in each world, heaven and here on earth. Is, yeah. there a, is there a section of the book you'd like to read for us? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. 
I just opened a page. So it's called Imprint Me With Your Love. And I'll just read the end of it. Um, I needed to talk and be open about my feelings without being shut up or called a drama queen. We were a perfect match, mother and daughter, daughter and mother always. My drama was wanting to love and to be loved. She loved that about me. Come in print me with your love. I promise I will answer. I, I just opened that page. So many beautiful connections, Annie, and so many personal struggles. You know, I, I have not personally um, had a miscarriage, but, you know, I think the loss of a child is something mm. those of us who are moms fear. The way that you talk about, you know, friendships particularly and uh, the, your relationship with your stepmom throughout well. this book. Are, are, are so poignant. You also have something in your book I have not seen anywhere else. We talked about it being cross genre, but for it to be experiential, talk about the QR codes and how that happened. Okay. So, well, because my, my therapist always says, Annie, when you get upset, you need to listen to music. Sometimes they cannot have words because you have too many words in your head. So you need to get everything out. So when I started writing these, they each really had a song to go with them. So I said, why don't I figure out how I can add the music and it be legal? Um, because I feel if you read the essay or the poem and then you hit the QR code, because you don't know what you're going to find on the other side of it, that's kind of fun. And then if you take the time to listen to the song or the Spotify later, you you'll get a real sense of my life because we all have a soundtrack in our life i believe like ever since i saw saturday night fever i was like you know or in greece you know i'm totally hearing music when i'm walking or talk whatever i'm always hearing music whether it's playing or not so i put the qr codes on for the fun of it and but then it became very uh, emotional and touching and because it was going to just be, it was going to be a Spotify list. But then when we decided to divide, to divide it up, woo, it was hard to find out how to legally do it. Um, you know, but the QR codes are legal, just everyone knows. And um, because you're not, in, you're not giving an embed to something. So I, I just thought it was fun and I thought it was a fun surprise for someone to click it and say, oh my gosh, like love on Route 58 when I broke my neck. It's me and my ex-boyfriend from college uh, driving and we, we ended up underneath the 18 wheeler, but um, there's the music that we were listening to on the radio. You know, um, I know we were because like they were songs that reminded us of each other. And like back then everyone made a cassette for each other you know, so, oh, yeah, so that was, that was so much fun. Yeah. I, and I just, you know, many books, my, my own included have playlists in them and you can go to websites and listen to the playlists, but I've never seen one um, where it's actually interactive in the book. Um, so the mechanics of that are simply you put in the QR code for it and that's legal. Cause I know that all of us yes. published worry about all of that. Yes, it is because it's just a bunch. Of, oh well, look, I open up. This is my best friend Jennifer. I, I, I don't. I just opened up to that. But so there's two songs that remind me of her. I know one's Jack Wagner, 
because she lo we loved him. The other one's probably Madonna or Prince. But um, yeah, if you can use QR codes because you're not using the name of the song, you're not using the name the name of the singer, but you're taking them to their YouTube page. And if they put it on YouTube, they have made it accessible to the public. Awesome. So it works out perfect. Well, it's good to have that extra tip for the next time any of us want to put playlists <laughs> in our book. But yes. let's go to dogs now. You not, you know, one of the things I've always said about you, Annie, is that you are generous of spirit. And that carries through with your book. And tell everybody where the donations are going for the book. Okay, so I, they're going to four places. The first one's the dog rescue. Of course, One Love Dog Rescue because they gave me my babies. But um, And then they helped me when I first got very, very ill. So they're very good uh, people. And then uh, second uh, is the Pat Conroy Literary Center. I love Pat Conroy. And I did an interview there. And they let me do workshops on book reviews. And then the Muse Writing Center in Norfolk, Virginia. Because they have given me scholarships for classes that I, I'm still taking today, which I love. And then also, and they help the vets. So I was trying to figure out who's going to help the most. And then the last one, of course, is the Stiff Person Syndrome Research Foundation. They advertise the book like crazy. I think that's why it, it's doing well, you know, because, I mean, they advertise it everywhere. And, and most people have not heard about Stiff Person. I, I knew about it through your uh, and my discussions, but until Celine Dion came out and uh, discussed how it just wreaks havoc with every single part of your body. I, I was crying when I watched it because I know the pain that she's in. Um, because if, see, if you get it in um, this part of your body, you're at the end stages. And uh, so I knew if it was affecting her vocal cords, she's not doing well. Right. And so I was very upset. I think it's very sad that we all have to wait for a famous person to get a disease. We all are like, oh, Celine Dion has it. Now we're going to have research. I'm like, yo, yo, yo. I just wish nobody had to pay the price. And that's what I feel like happens. And um, also... I thought I was going to be the second person with a book out about stiff person. Right. And then Celine Dion announces she has it two weeks before my, or two weeks before we knew the date, my book was coming out. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, so we added her in there with exactly like what I just said. Um, and then also with um, Twitch, because that has something to do with my life too. Um, I had tried to commit suicide after a rape. And so I wrote about Twitch and how bullying is very, very bad because it makes, it does make some people consider suicide and some people it works. You know, they might've just been so upset. They weren't planning on it working, but it's just, um, the, the book kept updating suddenly as, as life was going on. And, and that's when I realized we all are going through so many things and we're not telling people our stories, all of them, right? Except our closest friends. But I think once you open the wounds and let people see it and 
you give them permission to speak about it. I think that's amazing. Like there's two book clubs here that are already wanting it for their book club. Wonderful. I don't even know these people. And and that's the joy of being an author, isn't it? To see your yes. words so much touch other people's lives. And Annie, you have touched so many people's lives in so many ways. And now with Annie's song, Dandelions, Dreams, and Dogs. Thank you for being with me today on The Storytellers. Thank you so much, Grace. You're such a wonderful interviewer, author. As you know, I loved your book. And everything you're doing is phenomenal. And uh, I look forward to whatever else you're up to. And you as well, Annie. Thank you so much. This has, been, you. this has been a copyrighted episode of The Storytellers by Grace Salmon and Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. That concludes this episode of The Storytellers. I'm so glad you could be part of the story today. I hope you share the stories, tell your own, and come back for another episode. Because when our stories are told, everything changes. I'm Grace Salmon.